Good morning, it's Pastor Aaron here at the Christian Church of Estes Park. We're disciples of Jesus that build generational, transformational disciples of Jesus. Thrilled to have you join us this morning for worship, and it is about to begin in just a few minutes. Uh, we're getting ready for our worship service, so uh, whether you are at home or you're joining us here in person, it's a great time now to, to come together, grab your seats, and uh, get our hearts uh, ready for worship. And as we do that, just a few small things that you might want to do. If, uh, we will be taking communion today, so for those of you who are members of God's kingdom, your uh, uh, believers, this is an opportunity to make sure that you have got your communion ready with you. So if you're joining us in person, there that's there at the Welcome Center. If you haven't had a chance to pick that up, do that now. Uh, if you're at home, you might want to grab uh, some uh, bread or a cracker, some juice or some wine, and have that ready for that portion of the service. As well as if you're joining us here in person, make sure you grab your bulletin. You're going to, want to have that with you. For those of you online, make sure you can look and our sermon notes uh, should be there on uh, the page there for you. Uh, other things, as we prepare ourselves and our hearts for today's message, uh, we want to make sure that we're not distracted. So if you're at home, turn on uh, the do not disturb and things like that. And if you're here in person, it's a great opportunity to turn your cell phone on to silent. And so uh, that's that. The final thing that we want to do as uh, we prepare ourselves is there are some stuff that's happening here at the church. And so uh, we're going to show you just a couple of announcements of stuff that's happening. Pay attention to those and then we'll get into our worship. Thanks again for joining us. We have new giving envelopes. Please take note our new giving envelopes are white and green. They also do not have our old business reply mail label on the front. Please throw away any old purple giving envelopes you may have. We are happy to supply you with some new ones. Contact us if you are in need of some. Each week we are challenging you to pray with us. On Mondays, pray for a new home in town, land and a building. On Tuesdays, please pray for our families and our family ministry. On Wednesdays, please pray for our community, businesses, government, schools, and hospital. On Thursdays, please pray for Five to Invite. And on Friday, please pray for our church. We need God in everything, so why not start by inviting Him in with our prayers? Well, good morning, everyone. Let's stand. We're going to worship our Lord this morning. Aaron is not here today. Caleb Ross is going to bring the message for us this morning. Excited about that. We're going to start in the worship. Sing, I was buried. I was buried beneath my shame. Till I met you, I was breathing. I was breathing with another life. All my failures I tried to hide. It was my too. Till I met you, call my name. You called my name. You called my name 
I was an orphan Now you call me a citizen of hell When I was broken You were my healing Now your love is the air that I'm breathing I have a future My eyes are open Cause when you call my name Firstborn over all creation. Firstborn over all creation. Far beyond imagination. All visible and invisible things bow before Christ our King. Godhead dwelling fully in Him, yet crucified for our salvation. So incredible, indescribable God, Jesus Christ, Lord of all, sing holy. children singing holy nothing left to say but holy oh Lord oh the radiance of God in person beyond all Invisible, now a visible guy. Isaiah did. Let's come into the presence of God. See him for who he is. Praise, praise his name. All of the angels sang, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. So we're going to sing today. We're going to join the angels. Sing, sing as come and join the angels. Come and join a melody will beginning of creation to the end of kingdom come sing and I'll sing as one come enjoy the angels come enjoy the song a melody will know beginning of creation to the end of kingdom come. Holy, all God's children singing. Holy. 
deeply for each and every one of us. Uh, He's called us sons and daughters, family of the King. We're going to sing this song now. Who you say? Who am I that the highest would win? I was lost, but he brought me for his love for me, for his love
has a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. As we go into prayer this morning, uh, let's pray for our nation. And uh, that uh, little video uh, was pretty impactful to me when I saw it. Um, Especially that line really just hits me every time. That Father, remind us that our independence is dependent on our dependence on you. Um, And so as Christians, we get to um, rely on our Lord. Uh, We get to be dependent on him uh, for everything. And so let's take this time. And as we do every week, let's uh, lift up our prayer requests and praises and thanksgivings that we have. And then let's also um, pray for our nation. Um, we're just going to take a little bit of time now and, uh, and uh, pray aloud. And then in just a few moments, we're going to pray about a few things specifically together. Let's do that. As we continue in prayer this morning, um, I want to pray about a few things uh, together, silently, but together. And first, uh, we want to lift up those that don't know you, that we know. Think of their names this morning. We're going to lift them up. Let's do that now.
God, we're also going to pray for uh, those we know who are going through uh, tough times right now. And uh, you need some extra love and extra prayer. Uh, we're going to lift them up uh, this morning. And, uh, and this morning, we're going to ask you, too, uh, how you would use us to, to uh, just be loved to them this week. Let's do that. So, um, Lord, we want to uh, pray for land in a building this morning. Uh, God, we know that we all have a place in your kingdom, uh, but God, we want to pray for a place to build your kingdom in Esses Park and uh, um, build your kingdom here. And we know that um, you have a place for us there. Um, we want to ask for your timing, Lord, that you would be in it, that you would bring the right place for us. Take a few moments and lift that up. you know really the, the heart behind the vision you gave uh, to us is to be your light and your love into this community. And so we're going to pray for our community this morning. Uh, we're going to lift up uh, our schools, uh, the hospital. Uh, we're going to lift up our businesses. Um, uh, we're going to lift up um, our government. Uh, God, we're just going to lift the, all these things to you. So many more things that we could pray. We're going to do that now. Just take a few moments and do that. in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to take communion this morning, so if you grab your communion cups that you got on your way in, and uh, you can peel, there's two tabs, peel the first one to get the cracker, peel the second one to get the juice. Um, if you um, need a gluten-free cracker this morning, uh, don't eat the one that's in here. Um, we have one for you that uh, you can take, and if you need communion, uh, just raise your hand if you didn't get it, and we'll get it to you. Uh, but I'm going to read a scripture this morning from Matthew 26, verse 26. Just the Last Supper. Um, it says, while they were eating, Jesus took some bread and he blessed it. Then he broke it into pieces and gave it to disciples, saying, Take this and eat it, for this is my body. We're going to take this and eat it this morning in remembrance of Christ's body that was broken for us. And he took the cup and gave thanks to God for it. And he gave it to them and said, Each of you drink from it, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It's poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. And aren't you glad that we are the many? Let's take this this morning. God, we thank you for your love for us praise you for your sacrifice um, that you um, took on upon that cross. And God, we praise you didn't stay there. He didn't stay in the grave. Uh, God, you rose again, and uh, we have a hope of eternity with you in heaven. Uh, Lord, as we continue on this service, uh, I pray that you would open our 
ears and our hearts to what's spoken this morning. Pray with uh, Caleb as he brings the message uh, this morning. Pray that you would challenge us in great ways, that you would give us, bring us wisdom, and uh, uh, that you would teach us wisdom uh, and boldness as we go out this week to share your good news and to build your kingdom. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello there. My name is Cassie. This morning we are in our summer series called Wisdom in the Secret Heart. I'll be telling you a bit about that green connection card in your program this morning. Or if you are online, you can go to our website, funchurch.com, and click the connection card button on the homepage. So please take your connection card and let's go over it together. If you haven't done so already, will you please begin filling out this card? If you are a regular attender or a member here at CCEP, you can just give us your name and email address and any information that may have changed. If this is your first or second time with us, welcome! We're so glad you're here with us. I'd like to ask you to share as much information as you feel comfortable sharing, and be sure to mark the box on the side that says first or second time guest. If you are a first time guest with us, we have a welcome gift for you. It is a book called Unshakable. If you did not get one at the door, you can stop by the Welcome Center after the service and pick one up. As you work your way down the card, you'll see a question at the bottom that says, how did you hear about CCEP? We'd love to know how you found out about us. One of the primary reasons we ask you to complete the front of this connection card each week is because we believe God has a next step for you to take. By filling out the front of this card, you're letting God know you're prepared to take some of those steps on the back as the service progresses. We will share more next steps with you during today's message, so hang on to your connection card and you can drop those off at the end of the service along with your offering. Speaking of the offering, inside your program, you'll find an offering envelope. If you came prepared to give today, you'll want to fill that out, and on your way out, you can drop the connection card and your offering envelope in the offering baskets. If you're online with us, go ahead and hit that Give button on the website at funchurch.com. In this way, we'll worship through giving at the end of today's service. Now that we've gone over the connection card, let's get into today's message. What is wisdom? What is wisdom? What makes the wise wise? Is it some saying that everybody knows? Something like, uh, life is like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get? Is wisdom a saying that not everyone knows, but you kind of get the idea? Something like, uh, the tiger and bear may be more powerful, but you will never see a wolf perform in the circus? What is wisdom? What makes wisdom wise? What do you see when you close your eyes and imagine wisdom? Do you see a little old man with green skin, pointy ears, and talk kind of funny? He does. Or do you see someone really tall and proud with a long silver beard and long silver hair and his eyes sparkle and he's always got a plan, always knows what's going on? What is wisdom? What do you see when you think of wisdom? What are the traits, what are the elements that make wisdom wise? We kind of have a little bit of an unfair advantage because we have a book entirely about that. The book of Proverbs. Proverbs is useful for us because it helps us to understand what wisdom is. Proverbs tells us what those traits are, what the elements are that make up wisdom. Today I'd like to go over a few of those. But first, let's do the memory verse. We've been going through Proverbs 1-7 throughout this entire series to represent the wisdom in the secret heart. So let's go ahead and read this together. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 1-7. Okay, let's go ahead and go through that again. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 1, seven, You guys are sounding pretty good, so I'm going to take those letters away. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 1, seven, Fantastic. Now, if you haven't already done so, that memory verse is on your connection card, this little tear-off, and you can stick that in your pocket, and I would encourage you to look at it throughout the week, every chance you think of it, so you can... Uh, Put it in your heart so that you can grow wise on account of it. 
Now, at the moment, I'd like you all to turn to Proverbs chapter 3. This is where we're going to focus on our text today. Because this is the part, this is a section that I think embodies all of what makes up wisdom. It reveals the heart behind wise choices. It shows us that the result of wisdom is life. But most of all, it demonstrates the five elements of wisdom. Let's read chapter 3, verses 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Five elements to wisdom. The first of which is faith. Faith in the Lord. This is the first element of wisdom because this is the element that all the rest of wisdom relies upon. Faith in the Lord. Faith that the Lord will guide your footsteps and make you wise. Faith that the Lord will provide the wisdom to avoid unnecessary pain and trouble. We also read in uh, Proverbs 3, Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being ensnared. Wisdom is having faith that the Lord will keep us out of trouble. There is wisdom to that. There is a wisdom that faith, uh, in faith that God will provide the needs of the flesh. We see this best in Matthew chapter 6, where Jesus actually tells us, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? There is a wisdom in having faith in God. There is a wisdom in having the faith that God will provide your wisdom to protect you. In Proverbs 14, we read, Whoever fears the Lord has a secure fortress, and for their children it will be a refuge. There is a wisdom to having faith in the Lord. We see this best in our section here, Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Because wisdom has faith. Not knowing what's going to come, not knowing how you're going to deal with something, there is a wisdom in trusting God to handle that. To be wise is to trust in God. Most people have a little bit of trouble with this because we have a tendency, especially in our society today, to rely on ourselves and our own ability to do things. Most often this shows up when we decide we want something that we don't actually need. Entertainment, for instance. We like to buy a TV. And we buy that TV with our own power, using our own time and our own money to get the resources we need to go buy that TV to entertain us. We rely on our own ability to provide for ourselves. And by doing so, we rely on the temporary things like the TV and like entertainment to feel secure. But the true trait of wisdom is in the element of having faith in God. Having faith in God's provision for all the things that we need. Proverbs 3, 25 and 26 says this, Have no fear of sudden disaster or the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and, your, and will keep your foot from being ensnared. Wisdom is faithful. Wisdom is being faithful. Wisdom is giving God the space he needs to provide for you, to provide the wisdom that you require. The second element of wisdom is perhaps the most well-known. Wisdom is abundant in knowledge. An abundance of knowledge makes one wise. The passage we have here, verses 6 and 7, demonstrate this. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. To have an abundance of knowledge, to know God's will, to know that God is there, to have faith in him, to have the wisdom that he is providing. But that knowledge is ever-increasing. We read in Proverbs 9, Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. Wisdom is a knowledge that is ever-increasing. Wisdom is also disciplined. 
We read also in Proverbs chapter 12, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. Wisdom is knowledge. Wisdom is abundant in knowledge. To be wise is to have that abundant knowledge. This is difficult for us because it's very common for us to stop seeking to grow in knowledge, usually on account of having achieved some kind of goals. For some of us, it's completing high school. For some of us, it's getting our degree. Or perhaps for learning whatever it is you need for your job just to do your job well. And then after that, we stop. It's difficult for us partly because of the time and energy. If we go to a job for eight hours, it's very easy for us to finish that up and be like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to relax. But it is a trite sign of true wisdom, an element of true wisdom that a person has a continuous desire to keep learning and to keep growing because wisdom is abundant in knowledge. Proverbs 15, 14 and 18, 15 say this, the discerning heart seeks knowledge but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge, for the ears of the wise seek it out. Wisdom is knowledgeable. Wisdom seeks out knowledge. Wisdom seeks to learn and grow, and then it seeks to spread that knowledge instead of keeping it to itself. The third element of wisdom, and probably the most difficult, is that wisdom is full of submission. Wisdom submits to a greater wisdom. We read this in Proverbs 3, verse 6. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Wisdom is full of submission. It submits to a wisdom that is greater than itself. In Proverbs chapter 10, we read, The wise heart accepts commands, but a chattering fool comes to ruin. Because wisdom submits to a wisdom that is greater than itself. Wisdom also submits to a greater authority. In Proverbs 15, we read, A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Because wisdom is full of submission. Wisdom submits. To be wise is to submit to wisdom. This is difficult, especially for us as Americans. We celebrated yesterday our national independence, the source of our nation, which was rooted in rebellion. Our nation is not one that's built on submission. It's very hard for us to submit to someone who is greater than us. It's our greatest instinct to do exactly the opposite of what we're told. I don't know about you guys, but there have been times when someone will tell me that I can do something or can't do something or should do something, and my first instinct is, oh yeah? Watch me. But wisdom itself, one of the greatest elements of wisdom, is known by that willingness to humble yourself and submit to other wisdom. Proverbs 19.20 says this, Listen to advice and accept discipline, and at the end you will be counted among the wise. Because wisdom obeys authority. Wisdom accepts advice and guidance. Wisdom will submit to other wisdom. The fourth and most practical element of wisdom is to walk in honor, because wisdom is walking in honor. Wisdom is honored by pursuing justice. Proverbs chapter 10 says this, Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out, because wisdom walks the straight path. Wisdom walks the line of justice. And therefore, wisdom is honored by justice. Wisdom is also honored by discipline. We read in chapter 13 that whoever disregards discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. Because wisdom walks the path of honor. Wisdom walks the path of justice. We see this element in our passage today in verses 6 and 7. When it says, in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Because wisdom walks honorably. It walks in the way of the Lord. It pursues justice and discipline. To be wise is to walk in honor. Now, this is a difficult concept for us because our society doesn't really rely on honor very much, at least not in the normal sense. Our version of honor is self-serving. Self-seeking. 
that which gives us greater respect, greater authority. That's what we pursue. But the honor in Scripture is an honor of walking the path of justice, walking the path of discipline, and that affects everyone around us. And wisdom is honored on account of this because wisdom walks in that honor. Proverbs 5.21 says this, For your ways are in full view of the Lord, and he examines all of your paths. Wisdom is honor. Wisdom is justice. Wisdom is discipline. To be wise is to walk in honor. The fifth and final element of wisdom, perhaps the most important element of wisdom, is that wisdom is the antithesis of evil. We see this in verses 7 and 8 in our passage today. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. The very nature of wisdom is to oppose wickedness. Wickedness is not wise. Proverbs 4.14 says, Do not set your foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers, because wisdom opposes that which is wicked. It is the antithesis of evil. And because it's the antithesis, it opposes evil with everything that it has. Proverbs 21 says this, When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. To walk in wisdom is to be the antithesis of evil. The main trouble we have with this one is that evil is constantly growing with allowances and exceptions. We like to say it's a necessary evil. We like to have this double standard of, if anyone else is affected by evil, oh, I'm so sorry for you, I'm, I'm sorry you had to experience this. But as soon as it happens to us, we're indignant. Because when you give evil an inch, it takes a mile. If you allow evil even the slightest bit of room to operate, it grows beyond what we can handle. The element of wisdom, perhaps the most important one, is to be the antithesis of evil. The trait we should always be striving for in wisdom is to constantly and consistently oppose evil without faltering. Proverbs 11.23 and 21.15 say this, The desires of the righteous ends only in good, but the hope of the wicked only in wrath. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. Because wisdom opposes evil. Wisdom champions good. Wisdom is uh, benevolent for everyone. It seeks the good of all people. These are the five primary elements of wisdom. Elements because the traits are too many to count. But every trait of wisdom falls into one of these categories. The first element of wisdom, faith in the Lord. Trusting that the Lord will provide wisdom that the Lord will provide needs, relying on the wisdom of God to increase our own wisdom. Second element, wisdom is abundant in knowledge. To seek to keep growing, to seek to keep learning, to seek to go beyond where you currently are. The third element, wisdom is full of submission. Wisdom submits to wisdom. Wisdom submits to authority, and on account of that, wisdom grows stronger. The fourth element, wisdom is walking in honor. Wisdom walks that line of justice. Wisdom walks that line to seek the good of all. And the fifth and most important element, wisdom is the antithesis of evil. Which of these elements live in your heart? Do you trust in the Lord? Do you trust him to provide you wisdom, to provide for your needs? Are you abundant in knowledge? Do you seek to grow, to keep learning, to become wiser? Do you submit to other wisdom? Do you seek advice and guidance and discipline? Do you walk honorably, walking that line of justice and honor? Do you oppose evil? at every opportunity, no matter who it's happening to. Which of these elements do you have in your heart? Do you have just one? Do you have all five? Or do you have none of them at all? 
So that's my challenge for you. Seek these elements, because each of these can be found every day. Every day we can have faith that the Lord will provide what we need, that the Lord will provide us wisdom. Every day we can seek to grow and to learn to achieve a greater wisdom. Every day we can submit to greater wisdom. We can seek advice and discipline. Every day we can walk in honor. And every day, every moment, we can oppose evil. Which of these elements live in your heart? And which ones will you pursue? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you today in a spirit of humility, knowing that you are the wisest being in all of existence, that the wisest of humanity is but foolishness to you. We ask, Lord, that you would provide wisdom to us and through us. We ask that you provide the wisdom to have faith in you. We ask that you provide the wisdom to seek knowledge so that we may grow, become more wise. We ask that you fill our hearts with the wisdom of submission so that we may seek those who are wiser than us and gain wisdom through them. We ask your guidance as we walk in the wisdom of honor so that all will look at at our steps and know that we are wise. And most of all, Lord, we ask that you give us the wisdom to oppose evil, to oppose that which is wicked, so that our wisdom will grow and so that the wisdom around us will grow and so that we will be known by the wise choices we make. In Christ's name that we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Caleb. A few things, if you would uh, take out that green connection card. I have a few things that you can commit to this week. Uh, the first one that you could uh, do is uh, read Proverbs 23 uh, through 29. It goes uh, along with the message this morning. Uh, it's another just uh, passage that we can read together as we uh, go along in Proverbs this summer. Um, and then the second one is to memorize Proverbs 1-7, uh, which we've been doing for the past few weeks. Um, uh, make it a, a goal to uh, have that little green paper that you've been carrying around be uh, pretty worn out and uh, jankety by the, in, the end of the summer uh, because you've taken out and looked at it so much. So write that on your heart, Proverbs 1-7. And then the third thing, uh, pray for a heart uh, open to instruction. Um, pray that your heart would be open to instruction. Um, a uh, fool is not open to instruction, right? A wise man is open to instruction. And uh, uh, it goes along with, with the fourth one, seek wisdom in every, everything that we do in everyday life. Um, um, write that wisdom, write that instruction on your heart each and every day. Um, and it just goes along with uh, anything that you do. Uh, if you want to uh, be a proficient guitarist or whatever, uh, you're going to want to study and, uh, and uh, learn how to play guitar. You're not going to stick with the basics, right? And so uh, seek wisdom in every uh, day uh, so that you can go proficient in wisdom. Um, uh, with that being said, uh, feel free after we uh, go into worship, after we're done with worship, um, to put that connection card in the back, uh, in, the, in the trays, in the offering trays, as well as your offering. And then uh, feel free to pick up the, the uh, trash that you have, the communion stuff, and uh, put those in the baskets on the way out. So if you would, let's stand, and we're going to uh, sing one last song. This song is new. I haven't done, done it before. If you watched any of the living room worship, I did it there. Um, uh, but it's called My Worth is Not in What I Own, and it's kind of a modern hymn. I love the words. Uh, it just talks about, um, well, really that. My worth is not in what I own. It's not in, it's not in uh, my flesh. It's not in uh, uh, the things that I have, but my worth is in God and who he's created to me to be. And so we're going to sing it together. not in what I own, 
not in the strength of flesh and bone, but in the costly wounds of love and the cross. My worth is not in skill or name, in win or lose, in pride or shame. But in the blood of Christ that flows from the cross, I rejoice. I rejoice in my Redeemer, greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. And I will trust in Him no other, my soul is satisfied in Summer flowers we fade and die. Fame and beauty hurry by. But life eternal calls to us at the cross. I will not boast in wealth or might or human wisdom's fleeting light. But I will boast in knowing Christ at the cross. And I rejoice in my Redeemer, greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. And I will trust in Him no other, my soul is satisfied in and I rejoice in my Redeemer, greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. And I will trust in Him no other, my soul is satisfied in Him My worth in my unworthiness My value fixed, my ransom paid At the cross I rejoice And I rejoice in my Redeemer Greatest treasure Wellspring of my soul And I will trust in Him no Have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday. Thank you again for joining us for our Sunday service here at the Christian Church of Estes Park online. We were so happy to have you with us. Before you go, if you haven't had a chance to fill out your connection card, please do that and let us know how we can pray for you. It's a great way for us to continue to support you. And uh, we would love that as well as if you haven't made your offering yet, it's a great opportunity to do that right now on our website, funchurch.com. You can click that give button and uh, do that. And uh, before Also, uh, just remember the commitments that we're making this week as we serve God's kingdom. May his wisdom fill your heart and so we can fill this community with his light and his love. Go in peace.